Welcome to This is the Author, where authors talk about narrating their audiobooks. In this episode, meet best-selling author Jane Green, writer of fiction and nonfiction Leah Hager-Cohen, and journalist Belinda Luscombe. At the heart of each of these authors' audiobooks are the relationships that shape us, from friends and families to lovers and spouses. Indeed, these women are excited about the relationship between themselves and you, the listener. Plus, discover which author found accent inspiration from the Game of Thrones audiobooks. Enjoy. Hi, this is Jane Green, author of The Friends We Keep. I was inspired to write The Friends We Keep, I think mostly because of conversations I found myself having with friends. I have this theory that at 50, and I'm 50, and all of my friends, we're all middle-aged, and so many of the women I know are leading lives that are, I think, far more isolated than we ever anticipated, and largely, I'm sure, because of social media. But nobody's connecting in the way that I think people did once upon a time. And so I realized that every time my husband and I went out for dinner with friends, we'd always end up having the same fantasy conversations, which always went something along the lines of, you know, when the kids move out, which for us will be in a couple of years, we'll all be empty nesters. What do we do? Where do we go? And we all say, wouldn't it be amazing if we all lived together? And we've had all these fantasies with friends about buying a piece of land somewhere on a mountain or an old farm. And we'd each have our own little house. So we each have our own private space, but then a communal place that we can eat together every night and be together. So we sort of go into the afternoon of life with the people that we love the most. So I started to think about a group of friends who lived together at university and were really happy and loved each other. And then, for whatever reason, all find themselves on their own at 50. In fact, they meet again at their 30th university reunion, and they decide to live together again, except there are a whole bunch of secrets from the past that threaten to derail everything and blow up each of their lives. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, that word would be magical. It's not always magical. It's sometimes incredibly brutal and we're all exhausted. I'm looking at my director on day four of this and I know that we can hardly move. But there is something so special. We've recorded the last few books in this wonderful recording studio in Katona and it's a gorgeous drive from my house. I'm just driving along winding country roads looking at beautiful houses And it's so separate from the rest of the world. It just feels really lovely being in this little cosy enclosed space for a few days. I have trouble pronouncing tons of things, particularly things that are pronounced differently in the UK and America. So I do realize that throughout the book, sometimes I'll say adult, as we do in England, and sometimes I'll say adult, as we do in America. And sometimes I'll say garage, as we do in England. And sometimes I say garage, like we do in America. And then every now and then I'll throw in French words like potager, which apparently is pronounced Potager in England, and I didn't even know that. So, yes, I have trouble pronouncing lots of words. I think the thing that I'm proudest of 
is probably my English accents. I think I'm quite good at the local dialects and inspired by Game of Thrones, I have to be honest, both the television show and also having listened to the audio book of the first two books, actually. And it's narrated by an old English actor who gives every single character the most extraordinary and distinct accent. And he's so good at it. And he just takes over these characters completely. And I thought, well, I should be doing that too. And so I have given all of my characters accents. And my favourite ones are the little tiny ones that have walk-on parts. So I have, there's a Welsh accent somewhere in there. I've done Liverpool for about three lines, which I'm really proud of because I did live in Liverpool for a couple of years. So I think I've got quite a good Liverpudlian accent. But I will also have to confess at this time that I'm ever so slightly mortified by my American accent that comes and goes. Sometimes I get it completely right and it sounds really good and authentic. And other times it just sounds really, really bad. And my children will tell you it sounds really, really bad all the time. One of the characters in the book is sort of half Jamaican, having been brought up in America and then moved to England. And in my head, before I started recording this, she definitely sounded more American. But I just realized she had such a major role in this book. There is no way that I could carry off an American accent throughout this book. So I've ended up giving her a bit of a Cockney Stockwell London accent throughout this book, which did change, actually. So I had to go back and re-record the beginning of the book. This is the other great thing about recording my own books. And there are so many great things. First of all, I know these characters. I created them so I can invest the story with something I think you wouldn't perhaps get in quite the same way. But also when there are things that don't quite work, which often happens as you're reading the book, I can change them on the fly. I can add lines. I can take them away. If things don't make sense, I can make them make sense as I'm reading. If I wasn't going to record my audiobook, I would cast, well, there are different people for different books, but I did once listen to an audiobook narrated by Judith Light that I thought was just lovely. I loved the way she did it. So I would love to have her do one of my books one day. The last audiobook that I listened to that I loved was the George R. R. Martin book. I'm a bit of a Game of Thrones addict, very excited and sad about the final season. But I listen to that. I tend to listen to books when I'm driving. My favourite place to listen is in the car. But I always think I really should do more exercise. And perhaps if I listen to audiobooks, I'd walk more. But it hasn't happened yet. Now I've fallen in love with road trips and my best road trip ever was in Maine one summer. My kids were at camp and I was on a writing retreat and every day I seemed to have hours driving through roads in Maine and New Hampshire and Vermont and I was listening to Wild by Cheryl Strayed and I found it utterly mesmerising and I could not wait to get in the car every day. Hi, this is Leah Hager-Cohen, author of Strangers and Cousins. I have no idea what inspired me to write this book. I never have any idea. My first ever editor 
told me that she doesn't think authors really know what their books are about until two years after publication. And I have found that to be fairly accurate. So maybe in the future, I'll have a better understanding of what inspired this book. The one word I would choose to describe this experience would be cozy, because there is something so cozy and intimate about the medium of audio, and also being in sort of intimate conversation about these fictional characters and their lives. There's something quite warm, and oddly enough, sitting here before all of this, you know, technological equipment that I don't know the names of, there's something about it that's a bit like sitting by a hearth and attending really closely to to people. Yeah. I had great trouble pronouncing a word that I will even now probably botch, selenomancy, which is a pretty obscure word. It's the process of divination according to the moon. The thing I'm proudest of is that I worked up the nerve to ask if I could be the reader on this audiobook. It's something I've kind of always wanted to do, and that desire increased once my children outgrew my reading out loud to them. (laughs) So in between reading to my own children and waiting for grandchildren, I love being read to, and I really love reading out loud. I love the sort of relational shared experience of hearing the sounds of story and sharing the sounds of story. And I thought I was too shy to ask if they would let me record it myself, but I managed to do it and I'm proud. If someone else was going to read this book, the top of my wish list would be Sally Darling. I heard her read Eudora Welty's Delta Wedding, and it's just rapturous. She has such a beautiful voice. It risks being so mesmerizing that we lose the story, but it doesn't. You know, it risks that, but it lands firmly on the side of delivering story and characters and language to us in an almost mesmerizingly beautiful cadence. The last audiobook that I listened to that I loved was Neil Gaiman reading his own book, The Ocean at the End of the Lane. There's something about the marriage of his voice and his accent with his material that made that for me just a perfect audiobook experience. Really, the only place I listen to audiobooks is in the car. I sort of suffer from this sense of guilt if I'm home or at, you know, really any place else, and I'm not actually working, by which I mean maybe sitting at the keyboard and typing myself or doing something with my eyes and my ears that would prevent me from listening to an audiobook. So the car becomes this haven, this space where I can indulge in just keeping my eyes on the road and letting a voice and a story carry me into another place. Hi, my name is Belinda Luscombe, and I have just finished recording the audio version of my book, Marriageology, The Art and Science of Staying Together. I wrote this book 
because most of the books about marriage are either super earnest or they're super academic, and I wanted something that was down the middle and was sort of funnier and more real. I was inspired by lots of books, including, weirdly, Sheryl Sandberg's Lean In, because it was helpful and also much funnier than people expected. If I had to describe recording my audiobook in one word, that word would be fun. If I had a few more words, I would say very intimidating, but fun. Much more fun than I thought it would be. It was an interesting experience recording this book because I have an accent and I feel strongly about the way certain words should be said. And not everybody in the recording room agreed with me. So there was quite a lot of discussion about how to pronounce the letter Z, the final letter of the alphabet, which of course should be said Z, so people don't confuse it with C. But that took a little persuading. Also, (laughs) I found that I have been, and still am, mispronouncing disequilibrated my whole life. I've been saying disequilibrated. Anyway, it was a nightmare. Never would have used that word if I knew it was that hard to say. Another negotiation that I undertook was maintaining the right to say longitudinal, which apparently Americans say longitudinal, but I declined to do that. I'd be really excited if people heard my book and it changed the way they saw their marriages, that it's not some dreary, old-fashioned institution, but can in fact be kind of a radical act to choose one person and stay with them for life. And I'm hoping that they might get a smile or a laugh out of it. A lot of this stuff, I think, feels dreary, but actually there's very few things that are more fun than being married to someone. If I weren't going to record this audiobook, then I would either choose somebody with a really lovely, sexy voice like Natasha McElhone, I would prefer an English accent if possible, or somebody who was funnier than me, which actually wouldn't be that hard to find. The last audiobook I listened to, and that I loved but uh, was problematic, was The Handmaid's Tale by Margaret Atwood. We were listening to Claire Danes's narration of this in our car. It was one of my son's mandated texts, and we were trying to save some time while we were on this long drive. And so we all listened to this book together, the whole family, and there are some pretty graphic sex scenes in there. So the car drive was made a little more awkward sometimes by Ms. Atwood. The only place I ever really listen to audiobooks is in the car, and I've actually found nothing better for a car ride than an audiobook. I don't have any other time in my life where I can get any peace and quiet. This is the Author is a production of Penguin Random House Audio. Thank you for listening. For more behind-the-mic content and audiobook recommendations, visit www.penguinrandomhouseaudio.com backslash next listen.